It's a mean age. Swear to God, I got to move the button for like, it's like I hit one you know millimeter off and I play the wrong intro instead of me. Well, because of that snafu, you're going to edit it now. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I, you know, I don't edit shit. I'll post it. I don't edit my own episodes. If anybody thinks I've ever episode edited a single episode of my podcast, they are mistaken. Not when I mean one. edit. I mean, cut off the very beginning where you had the, the wrong. Music. I'm not doing that either. Fuck that. These people can just, they can just sit there in confusion. What do I care? Yeah. They don't pay that. They don't pay us for this. This is free content, man. What, do I have a fucking zit coming down my head. That's a good look. Anyway, we're What's here with Memoirs. John's got a, a nice cop stash going. <laughs> <laughs> I think my brother-in-law signed uh, summed it up best. It's either I look like I'm about to arrest people for selling drugs or sell drugs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or or uh, fuck another man. That's the third option that clearly is on the table. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but yeah. I mean, it's you know a little bit of porn stash going there. It's maybe a little tighter. You kind of look like the lead singer for uh, for Queen back when he had a mustache. I should go with the the full Hitler, just right, right in front yeah. right there. Or maybe pencil thin like Vincent Price and just go around and go hello. Yeah. Well, I'll never have a Kibby stash. That would take me no. years to get to that if I ever get there. Way too much time, way too much effort, way too much mustache wax. The amount of money he must spend on mustache wax, either that or just snot. I don't know if he just pulls snot into it, save a little I cash. Doubt I doubt it. I, I do. I do wonder if like there's days he doesn't, you know, do the mustache and just lets it to go out. Yeah. You know? It's like or anytime it like it's allergy thing he does, like, like brushing your like brushing your teeth. He gets up first thing, mustache mustache well it's like you know kibby the kibbies have cats they have like two or three cats maybe matt kibby is allergic to cats and he just lets his nose run from the cat allergies and that's straight into the mustache you're really focusing on the uh the snot and mucus end of this i think I'm it makes to, a lot of sense man i to take you away from it but you can't. no i i have my priorities straight as far as what i want to okay. what do i want to discuss on this this program today <laughs> Well, Fair do you enough. want to talk a do you want to talk quick about Trump's indictment stuff? Yeah, we can talk about it. I mean, it's probably the wrong outlook on it. Um, but I'm just not interested at all. Like I've yeah. reached the point Fair because enough. he's been indicted for so much stuff and there's so many different investigations and there's been so many investigations and I just don't care. Like they've reached they've passed the point of me like even looking into this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I think a lot of people feel that way. I, I swear to God, other than like these hardcore, like Michael Rappaport, you know, dipshit leftists that are just, you know, physically erect from the indictment and you're like, they're going to get them this time. They're not going to get them. They're not going to get them. Even if there was something there, which is very dubious, like, you know, it was, it, what's pissing me off is I had posted about, you know, like the indictments and everybody has the same response that that doesn't like Trump. And it just comes down to not liking Trump, whether or not you think this is a, a violation of First Amendment. What do you think? Like, because to me, I read the I read the indictments. It still comes down to. If he believed that the election was rigged 
He can speak mm-hmm. out about it. He can try to convince people to do whatever they're going to do. And if they don't do it, then they don't do it. They can tell him, hey, we don't think this is rigged. And he can not believe them. That's what it fucking comes down to, man. And I don't see how they're going to convict him on this shit. But all these assholes keep going, read the indictment. I'm like, there's nothing in that fucking indictment that's concrete in any way that says that he should be, you know, thrown into jail for conspiracy. And it's a fucking ridiculous premise to set. Yeah, well, there was one interesting part that I saw Scott Adams talk about where essentially, like, like you were just saying there, they are hinging this indictment on him somehow knowing for a fact that the, the election was 100%, you know, not rigged. It was no, yeah. no funny business going on, no ballot stuffing, any of that. Um, so they got to prove that it's not rigged, right? Like, yeah. isn't that how it works with the law? So they would have to, like, go and, you know, prove somehow, which is impossible. I, yeah, you have to. How so are if, you gonna... if this thing ended up going to trial, they would prove. You know, they're not going to prove that the election was was rigged or not, I don't think, but they will prove that it easily could be like. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, it, that's what somebody was talking about, how from his side of things, doing all this investigation, doing like the uh, what, do, what do they call it? Uh, there's a word for them blanking on right now. But, you know, before the trial, all the pulling of data and pulling of evidence. It, yeah, far more could come out about how Donald Trump had a point than it was going to come out about how he didn't. And even though, even regardless, even though you can say definitively this election wasn't rigged, how can you prove that Donald Trump definitively knew that, believed it, and and then you know fought against it? But even beyond that, to me, if you're fighting to win an election, and unless you completely committed a legal act, aka Donald Trump going in and threatening somebody's life or uh, altering, you know, the ballots himself. I don't see what concrete criminal acts can be here. So the, instead of the government saying, well, it was a conspiracy, it's a conspiracy against the government, which in my mind, I'm sorry, the government can say anything is a fucking conspiracy against the government, which is why I object to the precedent being set here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's an affront to free speech. Um, I, I don't like Donald Trump. I'm, Really getting to the point that I'm I'm sick of him. Like yeah, I, I just I don't want him to be president. I don't want Joe Biden to be president. I mean, I don't want Gavin Newsom to be president, that's for sure. But um honestly, out of almost all the other people, other than uh who's that Warhawk, the woman from South Carolina, I can't stand her, Nikki Haley. Oh yeah. Um on the Democrat side, you know, RFK, sure, I'll take him as president. Even Marianne Crazy Williamson. Put mm-hmm. her in there, whatever. It'll be funny. It'll be fun. Be entertaining. Yeah. Republican side, DeSantis, I'm okay with. Uh, I'm okay with uh, Vivek, even though yeah. he's a little bit insane on bombing the Mexican yeah. drug cartels. But I don't think that would actually happen. So I kind of just don't focus on that anymore. I mean, Tim um, Scott, I'd be okay with that. He's, t- he's terrible in Ukraine. Terrible in Ukraine. Um, yeah. I like oh, so some other Pence. issues. Yeah, Pence would be horrible. Pence oh, is he's probably one of the worst, worst candidates I've ever seen. Uh, awful. He is completely fucking dead. Like, I don't know who's advising Pence on his, you know, what, what to say, but his appearance with Tucker Carlson where he was like, it's not my concern about the United States. My concern is giving tanks to Ukraine, essentially. <laughs> that was unbelievable. And then he follows that up by just basically ostracizing every Donald Trump voter out there by, you know, just like mm-hmm. throwing Donald Trump completely under the bus with this, in you know, indictment. I don't know what they're thinking. It's mind-boggling. Pence is trying to channel his inner Mitt Romney, and he thinks that's going to work because it works so yeah. well. 
for Romney, I guess. But you, he doesn't you have the hair. He doesn't have the hair. He doesn't have the smile. He doesn't have the Mormon cult behind him. Pence should become a Mormon. He That's should. the idea. Why not? He's he's or, in um, Indiana. Are there any Mormons in Indiana? I don't know. There's got to be everywhere. some under We're rocks. We'll flip over rocks. Isn't that where uh, Spangle lives? We'll have Spangle to investigate. Spangle, go yeah. look for Morins if you watch. Spangle loves Mike, Mike Pence. It's his favorite politician. Please tell me you're joking. <laughs> he hates him. <laughs> I would, I, Spangle's got some weird, weird opinions sometimes. All right. Anyway, uh, anything else to add or should we jump into these memes? Because I've got an Indian buffet waiting for me. Well, let's jump into it. And I'm just going to start with a, a, a non-political meme. But it might trigger our female audience. And honestly, I love doing that. I think sometimes you need to do that every once in a while. Just stir up the five females that uh, that watch this uh, this podcast. So if you remember our, our plain <laughs> lady who incredibly, I don't know how it's possible, has not been found. The lady on the plane who was the blonde chick who was pointing saying, that motherfucker is not real. Yeah. Still haven't found her. Nobody's saying to her. Who, by the way, I is. would do her. She is attractive, and I would have sex with her on the record. She's not unattractive. That's for sure. No. I've seen people saying fit. she's fat. That's absurd. No, no she's totally not. Absurd. She looks like a CrossFit chick. She's got like a little bit of muscle to her. Her belly's not sticking out. She looks like she's mm-hmm. pretty toit. Um, the meme is, you know, her pointing right when she's saying he's not real. And then you have her pointing at curbs in a part, <laughs> or a parking space. Uh, what do they call those things? Yeah, I don't the know. parking curbs, space. Like, I don't even have a bumper uh, to stop Bumpers me from rolling or whatever. through the parking And then, space. you know, a couple <laughs> pictures of curbs. You know, obviously saying women cannot drive. Women cannot see curbs. I've experienced this my entire life. Dude, and you cannot convince me otherwise. It is uncanny. That's why I was laughing so hard at this. It's the perfect meme in every way. When I'm riding in the car with my wife, I would say every time, every single time she is driving, she turns a corner and fucking bumps the curb or ramps the curb. It happens every single time in the car with her. And she even she knows it's coming. She just laughs because she knows that I'm going to say something like, did you not see it? Maybe take a wider turn next time. Like, it's, it's fucking uncanny. No, they have no spatial awareness, these women. No, I, I don't even like I'm used to hitting the curbs now. Sure, I'm a little concerned we're getting a flat tire. But what I'm more concerned about is when, you know, my wife is driving and it's like a, a really narrow two lane road. Yeah, and she's like right on the very edge of the road. I'm like, yeah, there's a drop off there. We could, we're pretty close to it. Might want to scooch over a bit towards the the middle line. She cares not cares not for your worries. Well, I've got a, I've got one from from one of our female listeners. Uh, I I pulled she posts a lot of memes because I think she moved into the middle of literally the middle of nowhere, and uh, now just posts memes all day. Vanessa Chase, friend of the show, she posted this one and tagged me. She said she was thinking about me. And it is a a funny post of the writer's strike. And it's a a image of a man, a soldier on fire, bleeding, protecting a sleeping child. And it says writer's strike over his body. And what's coming in, all the barbs and arrows and grenades and knives that he's protecting the child from. It says SNL skit about Barbieheimer, SNL skit about Ocean Gate, weekly weekly SNL skit about Elon Elon Musk and Twitter, SNL skit about Colleen Ballinger. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, <laughs> it is the bright side to the writer's strike is that we are not submitted to the shittiest fucking comedic sketches that Saturday Night Live can come up Thank with. Thank God. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that today. Like, is is there gonna be a point in time where maybe we realize we don't need these writers? And there's so many well, independent content creators and comedians are still, you know, going on doing their thing. They don't need writers that write their own shit. Um, I mean, you, you always gonna... need the, the highest level talent. The problem is that the highest level talent now has been so eroded by 
essentially affirmative action within Hollywood where they're not they're not hiring the best writers anymore. They're hiring literally quotas, just like it everywhere else. So mm-hmm. you're getting shittier and shittier writing staffs on all these shows because of it. You should uh, you should cross the picket lines as a scab and be a writer. I should, and then never work again in the town. I, I, I'll be one glorious hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that joke, Brian. And <laughs> blackballed. Did I ever tell you my story about crossing the picket line? No, were you on the? Uh, I presume you were on the side of the. Uh, the I was on the. I was on the scab side. Um, Ooh, nice. So I was when I worked in uh, the steel framing business right out of college as a management trainee. I was working down in in Georgia, but our plant up in uh, oh god, what's it called? It's the. It was near the Atlanta. city in Michigan. That's the the most no in Michigan. That's the most dangerous city. Um, oh, it was Flint? right next to that. <laughs> Whatever. It, it's uh, one of those. Small shitty uh, Detroit town. Lansing? Whatever. No, no, not that. Uh, Hammond? I think it was Hammond. Mm. Hammond, Indiana. So right outside that oh, I think area. it was in Michigan. Anyway. Well, Hammond is right there by Detroit, I believe. I don't know. It's been a while. Anyway, the important part of the story is, you know, they. so what they would do is while the strike was happening, they would just rotate and bring in, you know, people like in my role um, just to go operate the plant. So... The funny, I mean, the funny part about it is like a lot of this stuff we had never done before, like running these different <laughs> machines and all this crap. That's that seems but, safe. Well, it was safe. I mean, we're doing it, we're wearing safety stuff and following safety procedures and stuff. It was very safe. Um, but the funny part was, you know, once we did cross the picket line, and I'll tell you about what happened when we crossed it in a minute, but we actually our output was better than, <laughs> than the normal <laughs> union workers every single day. We were like breaking yeah, no records. Shit. No like, shit. Yeah, because yeah, unions are fucking lazy as shit. They get these massive, you know, mandated breaks. They're lazy because they know you can't fire them because the union will cause a shit fit. Yeah, no, no. I'm, that's the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But the like the, the imprint I will never forget, the visual memory that I have is going in. It was like me and three other dudes in this little rental car going across this picket line. And these uh, these union um, workers surround the car at a red light. They're like looking at us. It was like out of a movie. They're like trying to make <laughs> eye contact. They're spitting on the car. I'm like, what is that? These are grown men with families and children. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? They're protecting their family's income, John. <sighs> so do you guys, you guys just stare straight ahead and turn the music up. Yeah, exactly. I did not. I didn't look them in the eye. They might have stolen my soul or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how that works uh all right you got another meme for me yeah i got a uh good old janet yellen meme grandpa grandpa grandma yellen as i like to call her son of a bitch hit the wrong every one. time there she is every time <laughs> never fails never fails all right let's hear what this old Thanks dad has to say most dynamic and most innovative economy. So she's speaking to the downgrading of the U.S. debt. And if you can read, I don't know if you can read that before I play this, the comment here, this is Spike Cohen post. Janet Yellen, U.S. Treasury Secretary, were 30, this is her, you know, Spike, you know, saying, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm drawing a total blank right now. Um, 
paraphrasing what Janielle is saying. We're $32 trillion in debt and plan to add $20 trillion to that debt over the next 10 years. We have no plan to ever pay down that debt. And Fitch, which is the uh, the rating service, paraphrasing, okay, well, then we're going to downgrade your credit score. And this is how Janet Yellen responds. With the strongest financial system in the world, Fitch's decision is puzzling in light of the economic strength we see in the United States. I strongly disagree with Fitch's decision, and I believe it is entirely unwarranted. I mean, aside from her sounding like she's about to die, Jesus, which is a, seriously. a common theme with all of our political class, which is getting to the point of just total absurdity. I thought she was going to um, McConnell out there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, uh, why are they surprised? You can't yeah. just keep spending money Forever and ever and ever. I mean, there's the common libertarian talking point. You know, if this was a household with a credit card and you just kept spending more money and went into tens of thousands, a hundred thousands of credit card debt, yeah, your credit rating would go down. <laughs> it would. It would go down a bit, quite a bit. You wouldn't be able to buy cars or anything, really. Um, why would we expect anything differently? And for all the idiots out there, and, you know, Biden's, you know, speaking to his Bidenomics now. That's his new tagline, oh God, which is I know. retarded. It's, I mean, life is so much worse. Not, I mean, I shouldn't say life. I could say personal economics. I think for everyone with a brain, they can recognize that when you go to the grocery store, you're paying a heck of a lot more than you were in 2019 before the pandemic, before all this stuff. Some of that short is Trump's fault, but Biden has done zero to uh to help in that to aid in right. that he just points to oh look at all these jobs i created the same jobs that were taken away by right. the government exactly. during the lockdowns so the whole situation is just so completely insane yeah the whole jobs thing pisses me off so badly because all it is is people returning to the workforce and and it's still massively understaffed there's still so many more jobs that should be filled but people because they got paid out the ass to do nothing by the government to the tunes of you know actually more than they were making and this is you know i think i told you this with my sister who runs a bar in New York, couldn't get bartenders because they were getting paid more mm-hmm. not to work. And people were not, they didn't have to pay rent for a year. So all these people do was sit on their fucking asses, accrue money, and then why would they go back to work all of a sudden? So now they're forced to go back to work because they finally burned through all the money the fucking government gave them. So, yeah, ridiculous. But also, you know, it's one of those things too, the, the whole Fitch drop, you know, downgraded credit. They had said they downgraded because of the budget impasse, they are like, oh, well, there's lower tax revenues and the budget impasse. Like, give me a fucking break. Neither of these guys. I heard they also cited the January 6th. Did they? I heard they also cited. I haven't seen that, though. I saw that in a tweet. Stupid. Stupid. All right. Next one I will share. This is a good one. Uh, Jason Carrier had sent this to me. I'll give him a shout out. Pretty funny. It is uh, originally from, like, well, I don't know, Tim for Senate, but who knows if really. But it's got Biden. Uh, saying into the cell phone, put him on the phone. I want to talk about the weather. And then Hunter Biden says, you want to talk about the weather? And then Joe Biden responds, yeah, whether they got our fucking money or not. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, the Democrats had claimed that Joe Biden was simply on these calls with all of Hunter Biden's associates talking about the weather and never business. But the point fucking is, if you can get Joe Biden on the goddamn call, then obviously you can prove you can mm-hmm. get access to him. And thus that is the entire point. Yeah. The, the one, uh, the one Democrat who was in the hearings with uh, Hunter Biden's you know partner 
Um, he's like, yeah, release these transcripts. There's nothing there. Sure, yeah, it talks about him taking phone calls at all of these dinners and meetings that Hunter Biden was at. But it doesn't change anything that Joe has said that he was never involved in the business. And this is going to show that. So it should be released. And I mean, have you ever like when you're I mean, not ever. I'm sure you've done it before. But is it like a common practice when you're out to dinner with like friends hanging out at the bar with friends that you just call your dad up and say, Hey dad, talk to my friend. You've never met before. Can yeah. you talk to him? <laughs> hey, can you just tell him about your day? He loves that. Fucking stupid. Next. Yeah. Next one I have, this is not political at all. Just hilarious. I guess that's a theme for today. So this is a little video. <clears throat> You're going to hear the video in a second here. Jaden has $1 bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How much money does Jaden have? God damn it. Sound, Odie. Thing is always down below the... I know. How how much money, how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you shared. That's what you brought to me more today, Odie. I love it. Well, you missed the be- you missed the beginning part, but it's uh, I thought it was a great video. Absolutely. Made me laugh. I la- I feel Terrible. like laughing today. And yeah, well, to- this 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 will make you laugh. This is slightly political. It'll make you laugh. So essentially, this is a uh, this is from the philosopher uh, who was at Porkfest. I think I met her briefly at Porkfest. Maybe I waved at her. I think it's but, actually uh, the the pho. pho oh, the you're right, the philosopher. Yeah, because because she is of the uh, Korean descent. Yeah. Or maybe she's Chinese. I don't know. But, you know, she's, she's got the fun in her name. So it says, girls on a first date. It's got the little blonde to the left. I hope he has a steady job. And then a little gothy chick on the right. I hope he doesn't live with his mom. Guys on a first date. I hope she shows up. And then, of course, the other one. I hope she isn't a man. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. But that's, uh, I think that's a real concern. I mean, you have to. Has to be. Sure, you could probably tell 95% of the time. But, you know, one of those 5% of the time sneaks by you. You end up in a pretty awkward situation. Well, dude, think about how many, like, this is what I wanted to know with catfishing and everything. And, and, like, you can use AI to pretty your, if you're a man pretending to be a chick, you can get AI to pretty yourself up and smooth out those those finer points to look like mm-hmm. a better looking chick. And also, have you seen, like, the latest AI chicks they're creating? Like, even with video now, with, like, full AI videos of super hot chicks bouncing around in bikinis that are, like, getting paid like idiot men are giving the money so if you're yeah, on a date ridiculous. what's to say that it's not just some ai chick that's great and then you show up and it's like hey bro well this is why the uh instagram thirst traps need to form a union to protect themselves mm-hmm. from these ai thirst traps there you go. otherwise and then out of these <laughs> the ai scabs crossing the, the virtual picket lines <laughs> It's just a, a fat guy with a big beer gut in his basement making AI thoughts. You know? No, totally. It's, you know it's what it is. Not even a question. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Last one here. So I don't know if you've seen any of these recent commercials. We, we stream our you know our live TV through uh, Fubo or mm-hmm. whatever, however you say it. Um, you know, mostly watch sports and stuff, but but some other stuff. And the ads I've been seeing consistently like they're sometimes just repeated after each other like for a commercial break just three in a row climate change ad climate change ads mm. from this like uh, group called they're like mothers for change or something and they're just so absurd they like show footage of like floods and wildfires and they bring on these uh you know female doctors who say well um, i used to be concerned 
about the individual event of the wildfire, but now I'm concerned about what's really the root cause and, you know, play the, uh, the dark and, um, the root the, cause the of wildfires and, is fucking never climate change, by the way, never yeah, has always been, never arson. Will be. It's mostly always a, arson. a liberal burning. A something. Fallen, but, yep. Or a homeless or a fallen power line. It's never fucking wildfire from climate change ever. But I think Jimmy Dore has a good po- point here. I mean, and I'll just play what he's going to say. Then we can talk about it. God damn it. There's no turning back climate change. You know how I know we just build three more new uh, military bases. The people who claim to care about climate change keep building military bases and you keep voting for them. So there ain't nothing that's going to stop climate change because we ain't doing anything. And the people who can do something aren't. And the people who claim that we should be the one eating bugs and not having farmed food and drive electric cars, they're all flying around in jets. I'm not saying that climate change is. Yeah, I mean, I, I've. After seeing all these freaking uh, commercials, that was on my mind. Then I saw this, but really, I I don't see how how we do stop this. And I think the writing's on the wall that they're going to do some sort of. I don't know if it'll be at least initially like a COVID style lockdown, but I could see like curfews. Cities doing that, like yeah, you can't yeah. if, unless you have an electric vehicle, you can't be on the road um, from nine until six a.m. Like yep. I, I could see them starting with some absurd stuff like that pretty quickly totally. in, in the near term. Totally. I could see that. I can see, you know, this is why CBDCs are such an evil. I could see them restricting the access to the power grid for certain hours during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them, as I said, restricting fuel purchasing. I can see them mandating uh, that you, for instance, you know, like you can't use your stove during, except for certain hours for the day, like all these things are, are definitely possible. Yeah. And especially when you see like what's coming out of the WEF where they're you know, like Klaus Schaub's stupid ass daughter was saying like pandemic or COVID lockdown, not COVID, sorry. Climate lockdowns are coming. Get used to it. Um, you also have, God, there's something, somebody just, oh, in California, the LA Times floated the idea of just having blackouts during the day. Just like, oh, we'll, we'll just have heat blackouts because that'll help fight climate change, which it won't. And also it'll kill a bunch of people. Like uh, all the time, just kills people. Whatever happened to if it saves one life? I guess yeah. uh, no. It's now if we save the planet. Planet's yeah. more important than lives. I, know I, I all of these peasants out there got to <laughs> save the planet. Yeah. Well, look, I'll go on record saying even if climate change is real, the climate's always changing. It's fucking idiotic. Mm-hmm. Pa- as I, I always point this out, Pangea was a thing, right? The Earth used to be one big. One big clump called Pangea, and it broke up in all these continents. What the fuck caused that? Was it air conditioning? Did Bill and Ted go back in time and create, you know, whatever, a, a coal-powered plant and broke up fucking Pangea? No. This is a stupid conversation. And to Jimmy Dore's point, if people, you know, if it was a problem, we would solve it. Because that's what humans yeah. do. We'd figure it out. If it was a real threat, it's not. Period. That's it. Yeah. And if it is a real threat, then why are politicians like Barack Obama buying oceanfront property? Yep. So it'll it'll be trust me. It'll if it was a real threat, there would be such a marketplace for curing that threat rather than this bullshit they're trying to do now. Mm-hmm. That it would be the where all the money went to be the new bubble. We'd all get rich investing in it, but it's not real. So that's why there's no money going into it, except in yeah, exactly bullshit cures. You know, like the Al Gore cure and uh, climate funds and whatever else it might be. The research, that's where the money's at. 100% agree. You got anything else? 
Just this. Goodbye. <laughs>